0: Greetings, heroes, and thank you for answering the Summoner's Call. Presented by The Gamers Inn, this is a podcast for all fans of Fire Emblem Heroes and the Fire Emblem franchise. I'm your host, Ryan Murphy, and joining me today, as always, is my co-host, Eddie. How's it going, bud? Not too bad. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. I mean, I gotta say, Fire Emblem Heroes has sort of been on the back burner this week as we uh, we had a we had a big two week celebration of Golden Week, you know, capped off with summoning Lin, and after that, I was kind of like, I think I think my job's done here for a little bit, <laughs> you know. I kind of walked into the sunset with my five Lins. Um, h- how about you?
1: Um, you know, it, yeah, it's kind of been on a back uh, burner. Been uh, distracted by uh, uh, Balder and Thor, and well, not really Thor, but. You know, oh. in Kratos.
0: But spoilers. I I haven't. Um. So God of War is a game that I've been playing as well. But I'm I'm slowly making my way through it. But you may not believe me when I say this. It's honestly a game that I've been playing every moment I have to play games outside of my other you know uh, responsibilities of gaming. Like I play Destiny and a bit of that. But I have been slowly going through. Fire Emblem Heroes, at least once a day, and this week saw um, a, the new update hit, and we're going to talk about that and how we how we feel, but why don't we start with the banner updates, and we're curious, uh, there was only two active banners right now, you've got the countering weapon skills banner, as well as the new banner, the genealogy banner, and I don't know about you, Eddie, but when they announced genealogy, and I'm like, alright, so they've, uh, they've checked the box on skimpily clad uh dancer and yet another sword uh, which is a sword user and then you've got your your um well-clothed uh female mage and 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 just another random dude from genealogy. So like I I don't know about you, but I have no interest in this banner. I don't know anything about the you know the genealogy games and the dancer which which seems to have people kind of their interest perked. It's it's just a. Uh, it's like a, It just looks like another Olivia, but a little more bulky. <laughs> like, what are your thoughts?
1: Um. Yeah. Pretty much. It's three heroes, not four. The fourth hero is the grand hero battle battle guy coming up shortly.
0: Yeah, Julius, uh, I believe.
1: Yes. Um. Yeah. It's once. Like you said, it's a game that I've not really played either, so I don't really know the characters. Um. That's another mounted sword user because you know we're so short on sword users uh dancing sword user and you know the blue mage and well you know it's yeah we really need so many sword users
0: yeah we need more sword users like we need more copies of lynn i think
1: but, okay, so you're saying we do need more sword users. I, I honestly know how don't you know. Feel I, about Lin, I said so. it out loud,
0: and I was like, uh, I don't know. Um, yeah, I was just trying to pull up the heroes, but you're right. Like, there's three characters that have come from the genealogy games, which include uh, Ares, uh, mm-hmm.
1: Lean or Lene, however you want to pronounce
0: it, and Ishtar. Ishtar. Yeah, and yes. uh, again, like they they look cool um the mage looks pretty neat she looks like a, a lot of fun the dancer just looks like you know more fodder for for reddit uh, you know no offense to reddit but I, I just i don't know she just looks like without knowing much about that game it's tough to it's tough to look at those characters and want them but that's how i base my my sort of summons on is that is based on the character and who they are as opposed to the character and what they do and i have honestly not heard people screaming for the, from the rooftops about these characters. They're just sort of new additions and they're here and they're what we'll be able to summon for the next week and a half. Have you heard anything else?
1: Well, um, part of the issue why you haven't been hearing people screaming from the rooftops is because they're screaming in Japanese and you can't understand them (laughs) Uh, because this (laughs) was a Japanese only game. So anyone who's or 90% of the big fans of it are going to be Japanese I watched Phoenix Master's uh, summoning stream or his summoning YouTube video, and he's a big fan of genealogy, mm-hmm. uh, so he knows the characters a bit more. Uh, but besides him, I don't know many you know non-Japanese people who know that much about it. Yeah. Um, I I personally went into it uh, with the plan of stopping when I got a five star. Uh, when I got pity broken by a lobster, <clears throat> sorry, by a lobster, much to whirlwind's chagrin. Um, I decided to go ahead and keep going till I spent up to fifty orbs, even if I didn't get a character. And actually, right at fifty orbs, I ended up getting the dancer,
0: uh, Lean Lene, mm. however you want to pronounce her. My only favorite thing about Lean or Lene is that I saw on Reddit a um, it was uh, it was a Lean Cuisine <laughs> Photoshop, and it was a a Linne Cuisine or a, li- <laughs> anyways, it, it made me laugh, and I appreciated th- that. And you know, I kind of. So I'm right now sitting at 230 orbs, all mostly free to play. So um, they just they added the new May orb promotion, and and uh, I, I haven't pulled the plug. I haven't pulled the trigger on it just because I have lots of orbs, but I do like supporting the game. But it seems like if they're gonna do this every month, then I might hold. And only get it when the bonus is worth it. I think the bonus this week or this month is like sacred coins. So I'm not too yeah. keen on it. But I do like your idea of we get enough orbs for free from Fire Emblem. And, and characters don't come along like super crazy where we like absolutely have to have it. I think it's maybe once every couple months where something, where we get a, a new Lin, right? So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> everyone's like, ah, right, I hate you. Um so maybe I haven't pulled from this one I pulled I think one one go at it just to see. My issue is that I haven't had time to to I've had just enough time to kind of poke at the game doing the free to play daily stuff, but I haven't had time to sit down and truly clean out my hero inventory and that's my biggest deterrent from summoning is that I'm constantly having to like send people home when I know I might be needing them for like merges and and uh, inherited skills. So that's that's my big sort of takeaway is that I, I need to find time to just clean up my inventory of heroes. I, how do you deal with that, with all the summoning you do?
1: Um, Generally, I, uh, I probably should do more work and figure out what I should keep, but I generally just send out my three stars. Uh, and once I get out of there, um, usually I just send any non-Lissa uh, healers away first. Uh, and if I get to the point where I haven't recently updated or inherited skills to everyone, Um, at that point, I will go through um, and uh, narrow everyone down to a top uh, count of three copies of a hero. Mm
0: -hmm. Not
1: counting the one I'm actually working on. Uh, And then every once in a rare while, I'll just clear the whole thing out, which... Sometimes when I do, it ends up giving me a bit of a hassle because, oh, crap, I actually realized I wanted to give this new character a skill that I just sent everyone who has it at home. Right. On.
0: Yeah, I, I, that's so. sort of where I'm at is I'm, I, I've
1: am i been... And the st- other part of it is that I have up to my barracks to about 600, so...
0: Oh, really? So you've been using orbs to kind of expand your... Not,
1: not horribly often, but every so often I'll spend 10 or 20 orbs to add another hundred to the list.
0: Oh. How many how many spaces do you get when you use an orb to increase it? Uh, five heroes per orb. So what? Really? Ten I thought orbs it was... gets you... I thought it was one. One orb per slot.
1: Nope. Uh, every orb you spend in the barracks gives you five hero slots uh, in your barracks. So ten orbs will get you another 50 heroes... Twenty orbs will get you uh, another hundred heroes.
0: How how often do you think people listen to this show and wonder why is Ryan co-hosting? Like, <laughs> I literally <laughs> learn something new every episode. I I apologize, folks, but that that is a great tip. I guess I've always held back because I'm like, I'm not gonna spend an orb for one slot. I'm gonna look at it right now. I'm in the game. I, I believe you and all, but let's figure this out. So, how do I expand? It's probably, uh... Under miscellaneous, mm-hmm. I think. Inventory? No. Uh, nope. C- catalog of heroes? but nope, it's not miscellaneous. Shop, <laughs> I think. Oh, shop. Okay, I'm in the shop. Alright, I'm, I'm at the shop. Expand barracks. Ish. You're right, it's yeah, five depends. people, so I'm gonna spend one orb, and now I have five slots. Look at that. Everybody, just yep. send our your well wishes to Eddie as he continues this podcast on his own because i think i've done all i can to drag him down <laughs> all right
1: no you're not really dragging me down and you know uh, if if anything i'm surprised you actually looked at it and seen what it gave you oh it asked and for orbs so i just ignored it, it. Gives you more yeah okay
0: i just ignored it cuz it asked but. for orbs but now that i know it does five i might just like kind of like you said spend spend a couple orbs you know throw a couple orbs at it and yeah, okay. Well, you know, I'm, and here's the thing: I'm surprised. I've done a couple live streams. We've talked about it on the show how you know my inventory is a problem. My inventory is a problem, and you're the first person to mention that. Oh, you know, when you expand it, you get five slots per orb, and I'm like, okay, well, that's that's well, actually a much better deal.
1: Like, like you said, I'll be honest. I thought you knew that it was five per thing, and you just were very cheap. since you're go no, not cheap, but since you're going free to play. <laughs> very cautious with your orbs i i am cautious because
0: i I was just gonna say i'm pretty cautious because when before you know when we had uh, valentine's lynn there was that instance where i was having a hard time trying to summon her and it was like every orb counted And, and in my opinion like with the legendary banner i was like okay i've never been successful in a legendary banner i need to be sure that i have enough orbs if there's ever a character that i absolutely need to have like alin so you're right i am i am pretty i I like to bogart my um my orbs so okay that's good to know and so you got nothing
1: wrong with being cautious you know if that's how you want to play that's how you can play like Mm -hmm. i like to try and get at least on every new banner one hero preferably a banner hero but i like to get one five star out of each
0: banner Mm -hmm. that's not a bad way to go too and i was also going to say that i kind of like your mentality of at least one five star but maxing out at at fifty and I know we've we've talked about this this rule set earlier in in the oh. show's lifespan and
1: yes. yeah it's it's a nice uh mindset to have I just need to get better about following it
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: there have been many a times where oh you know like on the wings of fate banner, I really wanted the Hanoka, so I ended up spending far more than just fifty orbs
0: yeah, yeah. well Hanoka so. yeah f- uh, flying that turkey it's not. Not a bad, not a bad summon. Um, speaking of so, uh, cooked turkeys, why don't we talk about the new, the new story chapter that that got un, un, unleashed upon us this week?
1: Yep, they they started out by proving me wrong, right yeah. away, and that somehow we heard that Surtur had returned to Muspel already, so we went straight there. We never ended up going through Embla and bumping into uh, Xander again i no. uh, not saying we might not bump into Xander chasing after uh, Veronica, but so far, no additional sign of Xander, so it lowers the chances of him being the next legendary hero as I originally thought.
0: Although I will say yeah. that, you know, adventuring, we go to Miss Bell, we get some new characters, one on each side, we get a new sort of jailer slash crazy person on the, on the suitor side, and then on the niffle yep. a- side... Oh, go ahead. I
1: was gonna say a very interesting and cool design, and actually deeper character than you might think, who
0: appears to die at the end of the chapter. <laughs> yeah, he's introduced in cha- in in this in this chapter at the very first uh, sort of section, and then he's killed off supposedly uh, in the last. And
1: uh, it's it's hard to tell if they're actually dead, considering you know yeah. how the game seems to work. You you defeat someone and they pop up two or three chapters later being alive again still
0: true somehow uh, uh, yeah you're right like when someone dies it's not necessarily like for good they might just oh i'm retreating but they're usually pretty good to mention that they're retreating if it when they die you know or when you when you knock them out supposedly so in in this chapter we're, we're working our way through moose bell we run into this new crazy guy who who, who seems to have the never-ending supply of uh, Fiorm siblings. One of the Fiorm siblings under uh, uh, under well, his control.
1: Well, they did note an end, uh, a limited supply. They mentioned in this chapter that there are four of them total.
0: Yes, one Gunthra has already passed on from this world, and then you've got the yes. new uh, cute Fiorm, mini Fiorm. I don't remember her name. What's her name? <laughs>
1: Y L G R, however you want to pronounce it. Y
0: L G R. Okay, let's both try. Uh on the count of three we'll we'll say our thoughts. Alright, so one, two, three. three. We'll jur. Yilger. Yilger is how
1: I yeah. You
0: know, <laughs> what are you even calling it?
1: It's Yilger or whatever, I think a Phoenix Master pronounced it or was it Sage Master that pronounced her like that? Yulger. Uh, one of the Fire Emblem YouTubers that I was watching a video of but yeah. it was actually Master that pointed something out to me at the end of the story. Oh, what's that? Well, we might not have a cute Fjorm sister with us.
0: Yeah. So at the end of the match, she joins up with our group as a, uh, Oh, please let me come with you. And I also saw on Reddit, some people talking. And since you had brought it up, I'd like to know the theory that was presented because we're not going to be covering uh, it uh, in no, the yep. speculation corner.
1: Yeah, uh, Sage Masher, uh when I was watching his video, pointed out that uh, Fjorm gets interrupted while introducing people and never introduces your character. Yet later on within the conversation, Yulger or tiny little androgynous uh, Fjorm sibling uh, knows your name already or somehow. Yes. Yeah, even though your name me. had not been mentioned.
0: So there's a thought process that maybe she is Loki.
1: Yep, exactly and the uh uh the um i mean it might not have anything to do with anything cuz it is you know they don't usually mix the uh, tempest trial storyline with the main storyline but the tempest trial uh subtitle kind of hints that something more there
0: what's the temp- i mean we're going to talk about it but what's the tempest trial uh,
1: loki's something uh let me pull it up here
0: loki's something loki's flames Oh, interesting. So. Okay. Well, um, I, I kind of dug this chapter. I think it's interesting. Yeah, they name drop the other siblings. There's another brother who, uh, you know, Ulgir. Hidr y- or... Y- Hildur. She's the, she's the youngest. And then you have the brother who's the second youngest. And then you have Fiorm, and then you have Gunthra, right? That's the sort of hierarchy of yep. the siblings. So... I think so. I mean, I
1: don't know if they actually specify the age of... Hidder or Hilder or whatever the brother who we've not met and may never meet, but if they're naming him, we'll probably meet him.
0: You know. Oh, yeah. I'm assuming he'll come into the next and, chapter, right?
1: Yeah, probably. Or some later
0: chapter. But It would be my guess. You know, so, plot, plot so
1: Plot device lady, Fjorm, mm-hmm. the <laughs> little sister. and
0: Wouldn't she oh, be sorry, plot sorry, device lady as well now? Because she, she might be... I mean, there's no ha- there's no accidents when it comes to this dialogue. I mean, I'm I, pretty, I don't know how. Yeah,
1: I I just label plot device lady or Gunther as plot device lady because she showed up and died when we met her. She was there to give us the uh, MacGuffin. Yeah, you know, give us this MacGuffin stone. Yeah, MacGuffin lady. She was there to give us the stone and die. So <laughs>
0: I really like had- the the word MacGuffin. Yep. It's a good word. All right. Well, they seem to be adding these story chapters fast and furious. I'm, I'm still constantly surprised that I didn't think uh, book one moved this quickly. It took a while for book one to kind of get to where it's going. But book two seems to be really, uh, really moving.
1: Oh. I think the thing is that I don't know what they were expecting or just didn't have any plans with book one but book two it definitely seems like they came in with a plan with a goal you know book one yeah i mean they had like 10 chapters at the start and then they just meandered around end up mostly putting people as paralogues instead of main story oh, so
0: that's right it did launch with 10 chapters didn't it like nine or ten yeah, yeah. no i remember now okay cool well um we'll 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 come back we'll circle around to ilger or whatever next next time we we'll get a new banner probably and well the next banner will probably be a paralogue but the one after that we'll get a new story chapter we also yeah, got uh,
1: early june it looks like
0: early june that'll be here before you know it folks also e3 and hopefully a return to the eltrem gate to talk about new fire emblem news uh, i see people are starting to get a little antsy about that so hopefully we we get that Version 2.5 is here. We've had a chance to play around with it, Eddie, and uh, minor improvements across the board. I think they pretty much touched every single mode in the game for the most part. And the biggest change you're going to notice is an arena with the five chain rewards as opposed to the seven uh, chain that you're, you were aiming for. So, have you have you gone into the arena, or have you been enjoying? sort of the the reduced scope of the five wins with the with the five rewards like does that have you playing more arena this time around sort of I
1: mean I've hopped into the arena a couple times but there were weeks when I would hop into the arena from time to time anyway mm-hmm. uh, you know I've jumped in I've done uh, managed to get a four streak the chain being five instead of seven really doesn't matter to me because I was never that worried about my tier, you know, because that's really what the getting the full chain is for, mm-hmm. although the rewards for completing chains is nice and interesting and is more than you could get from the old offense rewards. Uh, you never got an orb for the offense before, and I think it was like 2,500 feathers capped, and now you just win one battle, you get 3,000 feathers. So that's nice, yeah um
0: it's it's a good it, like the chain the rewards are offering you the three thousand feathers, the hundred um arena coins, the ten sacred coins, the orb, and the refinery stone that's it's a good you know spread across the game that they're giving you in terms of rewards, so I think what they're what they were trying to do, and they said that as much is they were trying to make encourage even more players to go in and at least aim for that five chain you know which i think if you get that five chain like getting the seven chain that set your score and could possibly be your max score depending on how you did and and what difficulties you chose so i think it's a nice addition have you noticed any other changes that have really popped out at you because really the arena was the only thing that I, i really truly noticed
1: um to me the uh experience in sp boost um that you get it even if the character dies in the battle, as long as you complete the map, was uh, something I noticed and really liked Um, when I was doing the uh, basic level of the um, uh, story mode. Um, Instead of just sending in a level 40 group to deal with the level 20 characters, I had my um, Legendary Lin team that was around 17 to 20. I sent them in and As long as one of them survived, they all got the experience they participated in. So, you know, it was nice that they were still gaining experience, even if they got defeated during the battle. Um, The the tap battle feathers are uh, pretty nice. Uh, Definitely is more worth it to do it in the hard mode as opposed to the easy mode. Um, They explained
0: a bit more... What does that mean, though, about... Sorry, the... The feathers in tap battle. So you get feathers if you're playing on a harder difficulty?
1: Well, no. Um, now in tap battle, no matter. And uh, that that had started actually as soon as the update dropped, even the old one was giving you feathers. But um, in tap battle, as long as you complete the map, you get feathers. Uh, like oh, if hero you. Do...
0: Merit.
1: Yeah, hero merit feathers. Uh, oh, I see. Sorry, I say feathers, I meant hero merit. I'm getting my words
0: wrong so there, there's so many see here's the thing we've been playing this game since launch there's so many layers to this game that no one can be expected to understand remember and, all of it
1: <laughs> and the hero merit stuff i kind of half think of as feathers because when you get the hero merit merit it pops up a little flash effects when you get to the 500 uh breakpoint is a big splash of feathers to let you know that you can get the 500 feathers from the character on the home screen. True. So that's what was throwing me off there is that, yeah, the hero merit, not the feathers.
0: Okay. So. And uh, anything else from the 2.5? I, I mean, I, I agree with you. The the <laughs> retention of XP and SP from a character dying is, is kind of was the last major holdout from the beginning of this game that, that in terms of quality of life and something that just makes sense
1: um claire's new up, upgraded weapon is kind of nice it i believe it gave you uh possibly cavalry and armored uh tour to her or something like that um i'd have to pull her up to verify but i had enough to get hers i looked at camilla's it wasn't that amazing i haven't really looked at um Yato's upgrade as of yet that much,
0: but mm, I need to upgrade my Camilla. Well,
1: I didn't have the Camilla. I didn't have the, yeah, Camilla, didn't have the um, SP to give it to give her her new weapon as of yet. But uh, I looked at it. and I wasn't a mate or horribly impressed with it. It was it was a nice little upgrade, but it wasn't that amazing. Ah, there she is. Sorry, she was hiding from me for a second there. Uh, Camilla, if units within two spaces of a cavalry cavalry or flying ally, grants attack speed plus four during combat. So she gets a little attack boost, which is nice. So. Hmm. And Claire's new weapon. Yeah, she's effective against armored and cavalry foes now. With her
0: new lance. Oh, yeah, she gets Camilla's axe, which is a 400... Uh, SP yep. upgrade, and then you can. And use, that's the one that
1: fire. gives. That's Camilla, and Claire gets Romphia or whatever. R R H O M P H A I A or something like that. Which is what gives her the uh, cavalry and armored advantage. Hmm. So.
0: Although it requires due, so that's something that you gotta have well, saved. Well, it might up
1: require well. due to. It might require due to. um enhance it but it just requires sp to get the actual base skill there
0: true i get, is that is that because, the big point because of the it's update? A named weapon right is that the huh? the big point of the update is the named weapon
1: oh that's the big point of the refinery/new slash new weapons for this update cuz uh you know they added those special right. special named things for them so
0: hmm. yeah Okay, well, uh, I, mean, we I also, think really
1: the big point of the update was the arena changes.
0: Yeah, and, and I agree. But uh, we also got uh, a new calendar. It was looking kind of uh, dry on the horizon in terms of what we were going to be doing. But uh, at the last second, I think a couple days ago, they gave us a new calendar, which basically sheds light on a bunch of events coming in uh, all the way up till the oh, yeah. mid June. I right? think it
1: was. Yep, I think it was Thursday evening. You had done a pass of the notes, and that night. After you had finished that, they released the new calendar. Yeah, it was Uh, pretty dry when I was doing notes. One of the big things that was noticeable right away Mm -hmm. is, well, Tap Battle has ended. Tap Battle will now end on June June 10th.
0: Yeah, Tap Battle is dead, Tap tap Battle. battle.
1: Yeah, they've added a new Tap Battle that lasts the entire month. So it actually kind of looks like Tap Battle might end up being a constant feature where each month they give us a new theme of tap battle, but it's always tap battle running, some level of it. Um, And with the new tap battle that started this morning, we have a bit more of an idea of how the new uh, stuff they're talking about works. Um, Before, it would be like two days before uh, stages 41 to 60 would unlock, Uh, but those stages start unlocking uh, immediately, so tomorrow we'll get 41 through 60, Uh, The next day, 61 through 80, and the final day, those last 20. And then after that's done, they'll unlock special extra stages on top of the 100 that we already have. Uh, They had hinted at extra stages coming, but it was like, what does that mean?
0: Yeah, (laughs) I don't think we still know what it means, right? We just know that there's more stuff coming to tap battle. I don't know if more stages is what I want, right? But I guess that means more rewards, so maybe that is what I want?
1: like like we said, we you know tap battle might not just not be for us, but you know it's still fun thing, and even since you now get hero merit, you know it's not horrible to go in and you know get three or four hero merit for your character by doing the higher levels there um Let me see what it said here. Once you clear the 20th set of floors, another stage will be added each day for a total of three stages to try. It's extra tri- stages will be available to play starting on the 16th. Hmm. So, don't know what exactly this extra stages will be, but they'll add additional stages, some extra stages, and.
0: We'll see. We shall see, and it looks like we got a Grand Conquest running starting on the 17th. So we'll see if any changes... Yep. The only changes I know that they mentioned was with Rival Domains and... Uh, if Which will
1: probably, uh, yeah, cross over into the...
0: Yeah. It's where a character warps and they're not allowed to attack after a warp, right? That's the main
1: thing. Yep. Um, as we mentioned, the Loki Tempest Trials is coming in on the 25th. Uh, there's a Bound... The, the Grand Hero Battle with Julius is coming. The Bound Hero... A Bound Hero Battle... Revival is coming in there as well as one early June for Selef and Julia.
0: Mm-hmm. And then um, you had already mentioned Tempest Trials, but there's the voting gauntlets coming back June 1st.
1: Yes. June 1st, which also I believe is going to, um, since we have the special heroes coming on the 21st and these are the, uh, special limited time heroes, not the normal heroes. Um, I'm pretty sure the voting gauntlet will be last year versus this year.
0: Yeah. and, uh, we'll, and discuss,
1: we'll discuss some stuff about the special heroes in a bit. Yes. Um, the legendary heroes coming on May 30th. Right. Uh,
0: As is some... tradition.
1: Yep. Um, one of the big things I noticed uh, is that it looks like we should be getting the next update before the 10th of June
0: okay because that's that's um, kind of in line with what we've expected right
1: yeah it kind of fits in line it's i'm pointing this out because um starting on the 16th coming up here shortly there's going to be a new power summoning focus which i believe will be claire camilla and corin uh the ones who got weapon upgrades in this uh current update on the 10th there's also another new power summoning focus so unless the one that's coming up now is like from a previous update, um, that second new power summoning focus should be uh, characters who are getting updates on the next update In which June. you kind of need the, yep but you kind of need the update to do a focus for their new power.:
0: yeah do you, f- do you feel like June will be a Fae channel update type thing or more of an info dump update? Um, part of me
1: wonders if they'll bother with that, because uh, they are going to be doing E3 right before or right around there.
0: Keep in, in mind, though, it. that Nintendo has been pretty clear in the past about not showcasing mobile stuff at E3.
1: Well, no, I'm not saying I think they'll do um, Fire here stuff at E3. I'm more saying that they're building a video for E3, so do they want to kind of dilute it by having a oh. main channel
0: video around the same time? I see. Okay, no, that makes... Yeah. That, yeah, sorry about that. That point makes... I think we're in a, a complete agreement there. So it, it will be interesting, but you're right, E3 takes place right around, you know, the June 10th date, so if we get if we get a patch around uh, shortly before June 10th, I still think it would be wise of them to, to have something and maybe even, you know, if they make a big news drop on the new Fire Emblem on Switch, having something in Fire Emblem Heroes to associate with would be probably a good move on their part. You know. So, yep. that that's exciting, very exciting and unless you have anything else to note, I did want to wrap up sort of this t- this segment with the fact that if you log in before June 10th, which maybe that's another piece of evidence for for the patch coming. There is the Fae Quiz Reward, which is 10 orbs and 5,000 feathers for free, as long as you get in there before June 10th. But I mean, if you're listening to this show, you're, you're probably logging in each day, but you've already ex- you've already experienced the wonder that is the Fae Quiz Reward. So, uh, good stuff. In terms of continuing events, Rival Domains Week 10 will be on until May 19th. The Three Heroes Quest, which I am plugging away at uh, recently, Ends on May twenty-first. Special orb promo I mentioned is in, in effect until May twenty-fourth. Illusory dungeon, sanctuary of the mage. I don't know if you noticed, but there's a bunch of new mage and uh, calvary staff users in there. That's on till June eleventh. Which, again, maybe another hint, hint, hint that the the update will be coming on the tenth. <laughs> Uh, which you already mentioned uh several times. Uh, the arena bonus heroes are the same as last week. Wings of H- fate heroes, legendary Lin, Camus, Lobster Man, Lil- Liliana, Titania, T- T- <laughs> Siegbert, and Sharina. Siegbert sounds like a like a Muppet. Just gonna throw that out there. Uh finally the rival <laughs> Okay. <laughs> okay. The rival Domains bonus is killed with armored heroes. So get your armored Lin in there. Uh, I'm I'm going to stop talking for a bit. Just, just a
1: quick heads up if you don't know who Lobster Man is, that's Rioma.
0: Oh right right, sorry Void. Um Void was the one that was confused by Lobster Man, wasn't it? And then Whirlwind linked um, Lobster. I Man. think
1: um he if you're talking about in the Discord earlier this week, I think he was confused that thinking that Whirlwind was talking about um the new banner calling one <laughs> of the new characters the Lobster as the Lobster banner, but oh. Then he realized, oh, wait, you're referring to Ryoma back in the Dorcas banner. Yes,
0: yeah. Um, so, it's it's a crazy time, and we have nicknames for all our favorite heroes, but I think Lobster Man is by far my favorite, so uh, there's that. Returning... He's got bright red layered armor like that. You
1: look kind of like a lobster on your shoulders. So. He
0: tries so hard to, to not look like a lobster yet. Every time, every game he's in, he looks like a lobster. Um... Fae Basics has returned this week and we're going to be talking about a couple of things, some pretty big things, so we're gonna we're gonna try to stay focused here and, and get through these, but we have SP and skill inheritance starting things off, uh, and then we'll wrap up with a quick discussion on sacred seals. So Eddie, I'll let you take the, the banner on this one and I will uh I will jump in as best I can.
1: Okay, yep. Um we've recently been going over the skills a unit can have in the Faye Basics, Um, but uh, we never covered exactly where the skills come from. Uh, Each unit starts with a preset group of skills. Um, They usually have at least one, if not two skills missing. Uh, It's actually kind of rare that someone has uh, all three passive skills filled in. Uh, And usually if they do have all three passive skills, one of those skills is a Valor or XP skill. So usually most people will... Uh, eventually, look to replace that, uh, which we'll cover in a few moments. Um, and when you unlock or when you receive the character, they have some of those skills unlocked. Uh, what skills will depend on the rarity, uh, but usually none of your passive skills are unlocked. Uh, you usually have the weapon skill and uh, support or a special move, depending on which, you, which the unit would come with. Um, Healers uh, actually usually just have their support skill unlocked instead of their weapon skill uh, because they focus on healing Um, and uh, I'll learn how to talk one of these days so you may ask how do you unlock those although if you've been playing the game the whole time and listening to us hopefully you know how to unlock them by now but you know you may ask that you never know Um, Essentially, as your character battles, they will earn a special currency or uh, item, or they'll earn SP, or as I believe it stands for skill points. Um, That's what I would go with as well. Yes. Uh, This is a unique currency to each character, if you want to call it a currency. Um, It kind of is a currency, because you spend it. Uh, And the primary way to gain it is through defeating an enemy. Every time you defeat an enemy, you get three skill points. Um, Now that can be adjusted through certain skills like the Valor skills or through um, uh, special events like the double SP that happens on Fridays and Saturdays or the uh, double XP and SP that was going on during the... um, uh, Golden Week celebration, or the bonus during Tempest Trials that uh, bonus heroes get. Um, And once you have enough SP, you can unlock the skill in the Skills tab under Learn Skills in the Ally menu. Uh, You pick and unlock the skill if you have enough SP. Mm -hmm. Um, And just to note, healers do gain SP from healing an ally. So that's how a healer would gain SP. And also, every time a character levels up, they will gain a certain amount of SP that goes from, I think, 6 SP per level uh, from level 1 to 10 to like 24 SP per level at the uh, 31 to, or maybe even 36 to 40. So,
0: And, And I will note, just jumping in here, is the, I guess I'll just call myself the rookie. When it comes to... At spending SP and learning skills. When you get a new hero and you're really excited and you start leveling him or her up, it can be often something you can forget to spend right away. So if you're leveling a new team and going through the training tower, you can go into a bit of an auto mode and you know autopilot in your head and then forget and wonder why as you progress through the training towers your characters are doing, you know, less and less well as you progress and it's like what's going on? And it's usually because you haven't spilt, you haven't spell uh, you haven't used the sp that you've gained on learning skills so when you summon a hero like you said it comes with the base skills and you need to upgrade those so legendary lynn for example when you summoned her she has the ability to fill out quite a bit of her uh, skill sets by just using uh, spending your sp so you have to go in there and you got to use it It, and it can be easy to forget and then it can be easy to get uh, you know kind of overwhelmed when you have such a large roster of heroes and you're using them for different modes that require you to use a bunch of heroes. So it's always good to keep an eye out and go into the learn skills mode and make sure that you're spending your SP and noting which characters need that SP. And as we mentioned before, SP is used to uh, give your characters new weapons when they get added in the game. So for example, you're going to want to make sure that your gold, your five star heroes have at least 300 or 500 SP sitting in the bank for when maybe intelligence systems, you know, kicks their weapon up a notch. Just something to keep in mind.
1: Yeah. Um, also Le- legendary Lynn, as you mentioned, she's actually one of those rare ones that has all three passive skills as viable, usable skills. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's um, always actually, nice. The one thing happens. she's missing is a special skill
0: so yeah which i thought was weird but most people replace the special skill anyways with um there's like a a workflow out there to let you know like depending on how much defense or resistance a character has you can kind of throw a specific special at it to to kind of give it that edge and or that burst damage in combat
1: or some will opt to throw in a skill that'll trigger a lot quicker as opposed to one that you know some will add those skills that will trigger pretty much every round or every other round Um, And speaking of, you're wondering, how do you add a skill if they don't come with it? Uh, A few months after they launched, uh, they introduced uh, what they call Skill Inheritance, which is how you can fill out those missing skills. Because like we said, most heroes only have two of the three passive skills and might be missing either a support or a special ability. Um, So Skill Inheritance allows you to take any hero and pass a skill they have on to most any hero. There are certain heroes and characters that can't learn certain skills depending on their weapon type or um, like certain skills are locked to the character they start with. Those ones are usually legendary weapons, but some of the more powerful skills like to go with legendary Lin again, her Laws of Sisei or Sake. However, you pronounce the area she grew up in. Um, That I'm pretty sure is a. Yep, it can only be equipped by the original unit, which means it cannot be inherited. Um, So you go into skill inheritance. You pick the hero you're going to give the skill to, and then you pick the hero you're going to take the skill from. Which after they um eventually they added the ability to filter the skills within the uh, skill inheritance. Area which makes it a lot easier to find the skills you're looking for. Um, if you know what you're looking for, or you can scroll through and pick something through there if you haven't been reading up on the best skills to give the character. Um, and then you can pick up to three skills from the uh, however you want to phrase it, I usually say sacrifice character. Uh, you quote unquote send them home,
0: now you put them in the meat grinder,
1: yeah. That's how I usually refer to it. You grind them up. Uh but you know um and that in the character that you were giving the skill to will now have three uh, up to three new skills. Uh but those skills will cost 1.5 times the normal SP of the skill. So if you have a skill that usually costs 100 SP, it'll cost 150 to unlock
0: on the oh, new character. I didn't know that. That's good to yep, know. Yeah, so I think the other thing that's interesting about skill inheritance when you say you can only inherit up to 3 from each character at a time, usually I think that's that's pretty much the cap at which you're just getting a, a full skill. So when people say, "Oh, a full unlock of this skill is on a 4-star or a 5-star," when you're doing that inherit, you're just taking that one skill unless you're getting like a you know a support and a special or a support and a weapon from one hero you're usually only going to get one skill uh per inherit you know or one type of skill
1: uh yes but there are some people who will uh even min max uh skill inheritance oh and they'll God, figure really? out a. who has they'll the time figure out a character <laughs> eh, some <laughs> people just... do or some people are just you know think like that they'll figure out a character who has level one and two of a certain skill and then because another character that's to get hold of has um level three in another skill they want like a special they want to transfer over so they'll get you know three things out of them but it'll be level three of a skill plus you know two things of like two special skill levels or something hmm. like that so Because you have to have the previous uh, skill to get the next skill. Like, um, if you have a character with Desperation 3, you can't give it to a character who doesn't have Desperation 1 or Desperation 2 already learnable by
0: them. Right. You know. So. It's good to know. Yeah. So that's skill inheritance for the most part. And I think it's, it's something that we all should use and look at when you get a new hero and you think this is going to be one of my new favorite heroes i'm going to put him or her in my main team you're going to want to look at builds and you're going to want to you know figure out how you want to you know bring in new skills i don't think there is a hero in the game that really is the best of the best from the get-go there's always something that you're going to want to inherit on that hero for some it might just be one or two skills to complete the set for others it could be a complete replacement. So you gotta kinda figure that out as you go through and, and honestly don't be afraid to use guides. Game press I, I use for all of my heroes to, to kind of build them out. And oftentimes as the game progresses, you're gonna wanna, you know, do another check-in on that hero and see if maybe that build has been updated or completely changed, because they're constantly adding new characters, new skills and and new ways to to get your character buffed up. So Keep that in mind.
1: Robot Ryan attacks.
0: Oh well, I wasn't roboting on my end, so no one, no one will notice. We're having some okay. technical difficulties here, folks. But, um, did did you catch all that?
1: I did. It was there were just a few points where you roboted on my end, so it was a little slow and choppy. So,
0: okay. Well, why don't we close out Faye Basics this week with a little chat about sacred seals? Because I think this is. This is related because it's it's these seals that we've been given, and, and I'll let you kind of start from the top here. But these seals that we've been given are kind of based on skills that exist from other characters. So it's another way to augment without skill inheritance, right?
1: Yes. Um, essentially, they added uh, eventually a fourth uh, passive skill slot, uh, but passive skill slot slot is unique in that it actually does not. Uh, You cannot learn a skill in that slot. Um, What you do is you get what are called sacred seals. Uh, Initially, uh, there was a only way you would get seals were through special quests. There was a very limited amount of seals. They were just simple things like uh, HP plus three, attack plus three, or maybe it was HP plus five, but still just basic seal skills. uh, But eventually, they added um, when Tempest Trials was added. Uh, there were a bunch of seals they were starting to add in there as rewards. Um, after a couple months of, uh, maybe even only a month or two, around the six-month anniversary, um, they actually added in uh, sacred coins, and then a month or two later, the secret seal forge, which is how you can create seals you may have missed during the um, if you weren't there during the Tempest Trial that created the seal or gave us the seal initially, or you could upgrade the seals, because initially they were only like level one of all the skills. They were never higher than level one unless it was one that they wouldn't upgrade at all. Um, and so when I say HP plus three, or it was actually attack plus one initially, because that's the base level of the skills. So, um, to level in the Sacred Seal Forge, you need Uh, badges and sacred coins Um, and every so often they will add uh, seals from the past Tempest Trials or at least I'll admit I'm guessing on that because I've not missed any Tempest Trials in a while and I've successfully gotten all the seals from those and they keep saying they're adding seals to the forge but I don't see anything new so I'm guessing that means it's just they're adding in you know Seals from the most recent Tempest Trials. So if you got them for free through the Tempest Trials, you got them. But if you don't have them, then they're not there. Nothing appears. Like this most recent update said it added some Tempest Trials. Or added some new seals to the Forge. But I'm seeing nothing new in the creation tab for me. Hmm.
0: So. Yeah, no, they they said they were going to do an update. But like you said i think they they occasionally will add and uh but i haven't i haven't seen anything they they usually make a pretty big deal but yeah the the sacred forge is 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 in there for you to to build some some out and and mostly for upgrading i find that's what i use it for is just to upgrade my seals so.
1: well yeah like like i was saying um there are a handful of ones that you can create in there Um, like, when they first started, there were a handful of, uh, sacred seals in there that had, uh, special names, it would take me a few minutes to hunt down exactly what the special names were, uh, but were essentially duplicates of other seals, uh, because you cannot, um, uh, like, actually, here's here's one that has a special name, um, with the, uh, after the first year, when they added the new year-long quest for doing basic stuff, like, uh, story chapters and all, they added the initiate seals. There's initiate seal HP, which is the same thing as an HP plus one seal, which, since you cannot, or HP plus three seal, since you cannot have duplicate seals, anytime you get a duplicate seal, they will automatically convert that into feathers, um, so this is a way to give you a second HP boost seal without actually breaking that rule by giving hmm. it a new name. That's good. But, yep, they are slowly adding in through Tempest Trials pretty much any any skill you can get. Um, you know, there are some that are uh, more limited. Like um, they added a armor march type seal uh but the thing of that one is that it is not able to um be upgraded at all so it's at the it's currently stuck at the point where if you have full health you get the boost and this one does not actually give the boost to the allies just to the character wielding it hmm. you get the movement boost but as soon as you get damage you lose that movement boost
0: okay yeah well, anything else on sacred seals to to touch on before we cuz we're going long here.
1: Yep, yeah, not not that I can think of right now. If anyone has any additional questions that we didn't cover on those, then uh feel free to send them in and we'll try and cover them.
0: Okay. Well, uh, as for upcoming events, as we mentioned earlier, there's a new events calendar, so we got a butt-ton coming up. Starting uh, before May 19th, we got Grand Hero Battle Julius starting on the 14th. The new Power Banner, probably Claire, Camilla, and Corrin starting on the 16th. Grand Conquest returns on the 17th, as well as a Weapon Workout quest starting on the 18th, or quests, rather. So that'll probably be uh, going in and killing things with bows, axes, lances, and swords. So look forward to that. Uh, Quick speculation corner because we are running out of time in terms of this specific topic, which has been in the notes for a while. So, Eddie, I do want to give you your due and get your prediction locked in so we can say you were right or wrong. So what are your thoughts on the special limited heroes coming in the next couple weeks?
1: Well... I'm fairly certain that the uh special hero banner starting on the 21st will be a will be a um new version of the bridal banner that we had last year where we got bridal Lynn, bridal Sita, bridal uh Charlotte and uh who was that last one?
0: Oh, Cordelia. Cordelia.
1: Yep, Cordelia. Uh so I'm guessing that that will be what this new one is related to. But my big speculation or qu- wondering is, do you think it'll be brides, another set of brides, or do you think it might actually be grooms this year? You know, male in suits and whatnot.
0: I I mean, you know, if, if we look at the fan base, people would probably want a mix, you know, because they don't want no brides but i think the fact that we got all brides last year all grooms this year makes a lot more sense to me in terms of equal opportunity you know given given those folks i hate these terms but husbandu or whatever husbando, <laughs> and uh <laughs> it's not how it's pronounced i'm sure i've just seen it spelt and then you know you got your waifus or whatever but i i think that yes grooms makes the most sense to me in terms of an equal opportunity sort of setup and I would like to see that done however I, I acknowledge the fact that you know female heroes tend to sell better f- in this game or, or tend to ignite the fires that are the reddit so I, 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 I hesitate to lean either way but I, I think personally I, I want to put my you know tip of the hat over to grooms because I think that would be a nice symmetry added to the game w- what do you think?
1: Um, I agree that I would like to see grooms, and it would add a nice symmetry. Uh, one of my issues with them doing grooms is uh, questions on who they would add, because part of me, if they add grooms, I'd like to see them add grooms as counterparts to the brides from last year, and we have Marth for, to go go with Sita, but none of the others have canon uh, grooms, because they're all from games where you have some Saiyan who the character may may or may not end up marrying in the game. Um, so that's where some slight issues with, if they do grooms, them doing grooms that match the brides from last year. Hmm. Um. Couldn't you just ship but, some
0: people? Like put Hector in there for Lynn? Well, that's, and...
1: that's the issue, is you ship Hector, but someone else might ship Ellawood or Wrath or some other random character from within the uh, Fire Emblem game with Lynn. You know? was it wasn't. I thought it
0: was confirmed that Hector and Lynn were. That's not a thing, eh?
1: Um, they never. From what I understand, depending on your support level, at the end of the game, Lynn could end up marrying any of the, uh, you know, any of multiple characters who she has supports with, Edelwood or Hector. And in the Binding Blade, uh, Roy's game, they never actually mention who the mother of the characters uh lelina and roy are i don't think hmm,
0: just so it their is entirely or...
1: possible it could be either yes just their fathers so okay that is the thing um now um the other thing is that uh in and, and with the two with the awakening and fate's characters that was purely you choose who the hero- the person marries um The other reason why I'm kind of doubtful that it will end up being grooms, and I'll admit I haven't double-checked and looked into it, but my understanding of the Japanese thing during June, that is or May or June, that is big on uh, bridal things, is that it is focused on brides specifically. Hmm. Like I said, I haven't double-checked the exact details of what the tradition is that got us the brides last year, but if it is primarily focused only on brides, not even the uh, Reddit fodder part of it has may have a factor in it. It's just that this is a bridal thing that they focus on in May and June in Japan. You know, it's a cultural thing that we don't fully understand, but that they do over there that has, you know, little to nothing to do with actual grooms. Okay. Like I said, I haven't researched that part so I could be completely wrong and, incorrect on that information
0: okay well that no that's worth noting because i think you're right i think that was something that was mentioned last year and that it is a a festival of brides as opposed to just weddings in general you know so yeah it's 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 good to note that so that was part one of your speculation for the next one but we did want to get that one noted just in case they announce the banner before we record next week so that's good to know but tune in next week for the final part of of that section i don't even know Oh, no, I do know. We're going to talk about characters.
1: Yeah, I was going to mention I'll mention it now. Um, If they don't release the banner before we record next week, uh, who do you think will be the characters that uh, are voted? Um, Feel free to send us info, your thoughts in the Discord or email us your thoughts on who you think the characters might be, whether you think they'll be brides or grooms and what grooms or brides they will be. And if we don't have the banner by then, we'll discuss that. We might even go over uh what turned out to be true if we have the banner by then.
0: Yeah. No, well, that's good. Well, uh certainly send in your thoughts over Discord or the email and we'll give those links out at the end of the show. And another returning segment, as it has been quite busy the last couple weeks, Summoner's Focus has returned with a look at Navarre, the Scarlet Sword. And uh I'll um I'll do the lore intro here. Navarre appears in the first Marth game originally being an enemy unit early on, but will join you if you have C to talk to him. He is a Stoic mercenary who is essentially an early version of what would eventually be the myrmidon mm-hmm, class, right? Yep. What did I call it before? The Meridian? <laughs> it's like, I don't, you, yeah, I don't know where you got that. Uh, in the Mystery of the Elmdom remake, he is a... Myrmidon, I almost called him Meridian, uh, who travels the world looking for an unnamed person and has sworn to never hurt women or children. So, uh, he's also in um, Fire Emblem Warriors as well as a Lin clone. Yes, so there you go.
1: Yep, and, and yeah, he's a character from those games, the uh, Marth games. You know, it's technically called like the Arcania series or saga. All through, all the games that are fall under that banner.
0: Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. And as you mentioned here, he's a grand hero battle, so I feel like both of us have a similar experience with him, right?
1: Yep. He is a grand hero battle and I believe he is currently one of the new rotation ones that appear once a week.
0: Um I, I to... think so. I think you're right. I'm not I'm not Best 100% way To check
1: that would be the quests.
0: Yeah, no, that's true. Um, Yeah, but he so while you're doing that, he is a grand hero battle, so you you can't summon him at five stars. You'll have to upgrade him, but you can get him at four stars and three stars, depending on uh, whether you got him when he originally launched in the grand hero battle or you're getting... I think it's just four stars in the grand hero battle revival quests, right?
1: Well, yeah, either way, he caps out at four stars. Um, One of the things they did early on is that whenever you get a free character... Um, that you get through fighting on a map you will get them at one star less the uh, level you're fighting them at Mm -hmm. and since five star is the highest you can have, the highest you will ever get the character at is four stars is from the first set of uh, grand hero battles that started at the beginning of the year Um, and you get a spare four star version of him if you defeat him on infernal using an all flyer team
0: Ugh. <laughs> yeah, I'm not much of an so, all flyer or all anything, but uh, I haven't touched those quests yet. So,
1: yeah. So know. as in, I have uh, since I got him when he first appeared, and I've not done much more than get him to five stars and cap him out. Um, because he is a grand hero battle unit, he does not have any boons or banes since you can't actually summon him. All grand hero battles, all grand hero units or um, Tempest Trial units come neutral. Uh, So there's no boons or beans to worry about for him.
0: That's true.
1: Yep. As far as what's considered the optimal skill set for him on the um, excuse me, on the game press site it's called Threshold Sweeper.
0: Okay. So so uh, threshold sweeper being um slaying edge is is a refinement for him or you're not you're not having to to put something that's the weapon the slaying edge plus yeah so that's a navar navar weapon that you'll have to upgrade but
1: that's his base weapon that's good refined with defense plus defense according to this
0: Mm mm-hmm uh reposition is a common passive that you're gonna be giving characters just for you know mobility around the map and stuff like that. So you can uh, you can throw that one in there based on a inherit from uh, a three-star Selena or uh, barst, and you're not even gonna to want to touch the five star ones because they're like summer robin Halloween Noe. So limiting to the three stars, I, I'm I'm pretty sure if you went for Legendary Lynn you got plenty of barst hanging around so there you go and i
1: i will quickly note um slaying edge is actually something that you have to refine his original weapon into i forgot about that little detail um he started with killing edge um but uh they added slaying edge later on and that's a slightly better version of the killing edge so when they added weapon refinery anyone who had the killing edge plus could upgrade it to or refine it into the slaying edge and then refine it further into the plus defense and stuff
0: so okay good to know um, glimmer being the special that they're suggesting uh, another common one that you'll see popping up a lot uh, that one you can get from a whole host of characters probably one that you have a lot of uh, I have a lot of Perry, a lot of baruka those seem to be popping up a lot um, maybe some long coup. So kind of spreading it around there to the to the red. Uh, the uh, other... I will
1: note if you're going to use a Long Longku, it's usually smarter to save him for a. Um, uh, oh, what is it?
0: I, I don't know. Does Vantage. he have another? I believe Longku has Vantage. Vantage. Um. Yeah. No, that sounds right. I think I've used him a couple times, and he's popped up as a. Uh, you're going to want to use him so, for Vantage, so that's yeah. good to know. Um as for his skills you got the brazen attack slash speed three as his uh a which honestly uh, you're going to want to go with the budget because that's a winter robin skill which his budget would be death blow three and you can get that from any four star klein um that's a that's a kind of a that's a budget there that you might have to really seek out because i don't know how many clines you got kicking around but um your other options are uh, you know some five stars that you're probably not going to want to touch with a five put five put five put five foot pole. um like uh, fe would be a good five star but i don't know if you'd want to like upgrade all the way just to get one skill for your navar uh you might just want to have a a, a, um, a klein kicking around uh wrath three for the b skill again you're gonna have to like eat anephony which i don't think it's worth it so swordbreaker 3 is your budget um which is a little more acceptable with you know an able a four star able what are your thoughts on this like we've talked about this before but like eating some very popular or strong characters for your navar now unless you're a huge fan of navar like i i mean we've had these crazy conversations of inheriting from characters that we some would consider to be op and very powerful to have on your team but you're feeding one of your favorite characters right so like what do you think about all this um
1: yeah unless i was building a team specifically around using navar or was a big fan of navar like i am of lissa um i generally will opt for the budget ones if it requires a five star only hero to get it i generally say nope not worrying about it at this point in time um, I might consider doing, uh, like I mentioned earlier, with some uh, people who min max, where I'll find a character who has the uh, level two of the version and give him up to level two for later on. And if I ever get a spare Nephany or whatever, I would then transfer that, possibly with some additional skills from her over to him. Hmm. But, you know, for the most part, I generally do not uh sacrifice five stars unless i'm intentionally trying to build a character that you know is using those five star skills right five star only skills and i have the spare characters
0: okay and then you've uh your c skill being a deaf smoke which i think is also uh probably something you're you're going to want to find a replacement for but there's no budget offered it says a spring alphonse which I don't highly. I highly recommend not doing that. So the attack smoke is the other option, which I'm sure is a lot more reasonable to find around. Um, yeah.
1: So, and for the sacred seal, they recommend attack plus three. So. Cool. Apparently Navarre has a nice, uh, fairly low attack, uh, so they want to boost that with that sacred seal.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. Well, that is uh, that is Navarre navar is a character that you can you can build up right now and you probably have him and if you don't you can go and check him out in the grand hero battle uh, quests that are active right now you just got to wait for him to pop up and he pops up once a week right is that how that works or do they yes. rotate uh, every... currently
1: he pops up he pops up once a week uh the both the ghb uh rotations pop up every week um, I don't know what day he is, but he pops up once a week where you can get him if you have not gotten him yet. Um, you know, there's the three difficulties, so you can get uh, three versions of him, and then if you do the flyer special move, special thing, you can get a fourth version of him. So, if you opt to save them all, you can get up to a plus four Navar, or you can send some of his skills off to other people if you would like.
0: There you go. Well, next week we're going to be covering Berkut, the Prideful Prince. So you can uh, take a look at that character and and kind of follow along. Uh, We announced the game we'll be covering next in Discord. Join us in there if you want to have a say in the next hero we cover. Before we head out, I did want to quickly touch on the Realm Gate here. I've been listening to Phaeology, another Fire Emblem Heroes podcast. And they had a guest on talking about uh, Sacred Stones... And how it was part of the 3DS Ambassador program, and I remembered that I was part of that, and I'm like, I've never played Sacred Stones, and I remember why I didn't play it. It was because Fire Emblem hadn't really like had its resurgence because Awakening wasn't out yet when the Ambassador program hit. So, I I had made it was on my 3DS. I played a little bit of it. and I never played the game before, so I thought if someone was looking to play Sacred Stones, uh, and you bought a 3DS at launch, you probably have that game on your account so uh yeah i started playing it on the road while i was away this week and um i i i it's a i could it's dull it's a little dull but i'm hoping to get a little forward a little more through it because certainly when they did have that resurgence the firearm games there was a a certain thing they added that i think really punched it up a bit so I will give it more of a shot because I know people like Sacred Stones, and if I have something more to say on it, I'll, I'll touch on it here. But um, just a quick note: if you're looking for a Fire Emblem game, go check go check that out. If you have the 3DS Ambassador program, I had no idea. So, uh, Eddie, and, any uh, final words before we go?
1: Well, um, you're talking of Sacred Stones there, it kind of brings up something we were kind of half discussing, and figure we might throw it out to the audience. Um, we were half thinking of maybe uh, setting up the Outrealm Gate where we'll. Uh, Weekly or every month or monthly playthrough, you know, and check in part of a another Fire Emblem game. Um, so if you're in the Discord, feel free to let us know what you think about maybe doing that. Uh, you know, um, I have most of the games, whether they're on my Wii U, which is buried in a box somewhere after my move. I was sitting around collecting dust before that anyway. Or there, of course, are the uh, 3DS ones, Fates Awakening and Echoes, that we could play through and discuss. If you're interest, if you guys are interested in that, um, obviously, when the Switch version gets announced, we'll probably be de- definitely doing that one.
0: Yeah. Oh, most definitely, we will certainly be talking about the uh, but, that one for sure.
1: Yeah, but maybe you know, con- a thought of maybe doing it like a book club and discussing you know, and going through the chapters and discussing our thoughts on them.
0: Mhm. It's certainly possible and I don't know who has the immense lawn outside who's literally been cutting their grass the whole time we've been recording, but that's been a lot of fun to hear in the background <laughs> as well. I don't know if anyone else caught that, but it's been super frustrating for me. Uh yeah, anyways, any final words uh Eddie before I kick into the outro? Don't die out there excellent advice and with lawnmower man i probably do want to stay inside for a little bit longer visit us on the web at gamersinpodcast.com slash fay. email the show fay at gamersinpodcast.com check out the fire emblem channel in the gamers in discord over at bit.ly slash tgi discord follow us on twitter you can find myself at r murphy and eddie at Drowfear. as well as don't forget to follow the gamers in for show updates That's going to do it for this episode of Summoner's Call. Have a great week and happy summoning.